0: Welcome to Happy Hour with the Pasternax. This podcast is for dream chasers who want to make positive changes, rise above the status quo, and take their marriage, family, and business from surviving to thriving. So what you got cracking open today?
1: I am cracking open a Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale.
0: Ooh, used to be my fave.
1: You know, just classy, high alcohol percentage. <laughs> it's been one of those days that, you know, you just need a little extra boost. A little
0: extra pep in your step, you <laughs> little, know?
1: You know, you know. How well, many kids do you have? Because we have four. <laughs>
0: What do you drink it today? <laughs> Typically, I'm not a beer guy because I found out that I'm celiac and one of our daughters is about a year and a half ago. However, there is gluten free beer for all of you out there who have the same weird thing that I do. For all those sucks.
1: celiacs out there, it sucks. It does suck.
0: But Omission makes one. They make a couple. I think this one's a gold nail style, but it's pretty darn tasty. I like it a lot. Budweiser has one, but it just. Mm, uh,
1: that doesn't sound. <laughs> good it's a good substitute
0: we'll yeah. put
1: it like that it's a good substitute
0: yeah red bridge i think is what it's called if you know you're looking for pounding them back mowing the lawn <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what i used to love you know beer. how mark's
1: always just pounding them back
0: <laughs> good old country boy you know
1: mark likes to pretend he's a good old country boy sometimes so he's just pounding back those beers so anyway grab yourself a drink i don't care if it's 11 a.m it's happy hour with the pasternacks.
0: we don't judge
1: here we go. When I was staying home full time when Amelia and Ruthie were babies, Ruthie was probably around 10 months. I was starting to get over this perpetual fog of postpartum depression, and I hit this wall of what am I going to do next? Am I just going to watch Netflix at nap time for the rest of my life? Am I just going to keep wiping down the counters a million times a day forever? I needed something. I needed something outside of my family, something outside of diapers, to feel like I was contributing to society. Because no matter how much I love my kids and how unbelievably important it is to raise them, it's okay to need something more. And it's also okay if you love being a stay-at-home mom. But just for me, I just needed something to get me out of my house, to feel connected to the world. But it just all felt so daunting Where would I even start? What would I do? Who would watch my kids? Do we have the money for me to explore something new? I don't know. Does any of that sound familiar to you? Do you feel stuck, but you're not sure what the next step is? Maybe it's not two kids taking up your time. Maybe it's a job you're trying to leave. Maybe you have an idea, but you're so overwhelmed on where to start or you already started something, but it feels so overwhelming because you need to do everything just to get it off the ground. I was still so deep in survival mode that I couldn't entertain the idea of running a million dollar business in 10 days or I didn't want to jump on the MLM train just to start DMing random people from high school on Instagram. I didn't want to listen to people like Tony Robbins or Jenna Kutcher because their ideas were so much bigger than I could even fathom at that point.
0: And I could tell, though, that Nicole really needed something to explore her passions and gifts, right? Like, she really wanted to do something outside of the monotony of day-to-day life. I started throwing out all these big ideas at her because I'm just such a visionary. I'm <laughs> such
1: a big idea person.
0: <laughs> okay. Really? Like,
1: just imagine me, like, in my pajamas, like, crying because the kids are crazy and Mark's like, you should start your own business or you should go back to school. And I'm like, I can't even shower.
0: <laughs> Listen, I just don't know how to do things like halfway.
1: That's true. He, he did- runs He runs ultra marathons. Run- let's be <laughs> honest. <laughs> There's no halfway there.
0: <laughs> so I started throwing out all these big ideas and she was just like, oh, no, like I can't do any of that. Right. But as I like kept thinking about this, because obviously this doesn't all happen in a day, right? It's like over a period of a couple months, like, what about this? Or I'd be driving home and I'd see this sign, or driving home and I'd see that, or talk to this person. I'm like, babe, you could do this, you could do that. But what I had to first realize was that Nicole wasn't even at a place to hear all my big ideas for her. She just she couldn't even process. I had to first understand where she was coming from and how to help support her, right? Supporting her and not just thinking what would work for me. She needed a small change before she could even get to a bigger step. Talking about a big change was just too much. Like, can you guys relate to that at (laughs) all? Like,
1: A big change, like especially when you're just stuck in that day-to-day, it's just so overwhelming. It's like
0: New Year's resolutions, right? It's like that's when gym memberships are up.
1: Like I have to do everything. I have to change my whole life.
0: But it's not sustainable. Right.
1: So together we kind of sat down and I was like, okay, I need something. I need to figure out what I, I need to figure out what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. Like who's ever had one of those moments? Probably all of us. Like, Mm -hmm. what am I going to do with the rest of my life? We decided to sit down and carve out just four hours a week, just four hours for me, for a stay at home mom, for somebody stuck in her PJs most days, four hours felt manageable. I needed just enough space to get out of my endless cycle to think about what I was going to do next, just to think about what I could do next.
0: Right. Because you have to create time for yourself to even dream again.
1: Yeah. You can't just do that when you're stuck in the day to day.
0: And I knew when I typically ended my work day around five, that she was burnt out and exhausted you know, from managing little kids all day in the house and everything that goes along with that. So the last thing she wanted to do was to sit at a coffee shop all by herself and think about what she should do because she wasn't in her prime zone.
1: I knew I didn't want to start working at nap time and hustling through my day because I needed nap time just to honestly rest and recover from the morning with two kids under two, to recover... So that I could be a mom for the second half of the day. So I was like, well, I can't work all during nap time. I just need to rest during that time.
0: And listen, like total tangent, but I understand like you've got to work hard to create the life you want. Absolutely. There's no way around that. However, this idea of like hustle, hustle, hustle. The reason why people get so burnt out is because they're not assessing their basic needs. They're not truly understanding like Nicole needs nap time to decompress. That is a basic need of hers, like whether it's actually taking a nap herself, but while the kids nap, just to zone out and let her mind just like refresh and expand again before she can move on to do the next thing. So we started asking ourselves, what are Nicole's best hours? I remembered the times that I let her sleep in and get ready without dealing with the kids.
1: Amazing. Amazing.
0: Not dealing with the kids, but you know what I mean. I mean they are very needy in the morning. The kids. So it's a lot of dealing.
1: And remember, we had two under two at this point. Amelia was like eighteen months and Ruthie was like ten months. I don't know. That math doesn't add up, but they were really little.
0: <laughs> very little. I think it's like seventeen months and five months. Thank you. No, that's twelve months apart. Nineteen months and you get it, guys. You could do math, You do
1: the math yourself. You
0: know. Too many drinks in already. We're only eight minutes into this podcast. (laughs) But I remembered the times that I let her sleep in. Right. And I remembered how refreshed she felt. So we took the same approach here.
1: We decided to get a sitter one day a week for four hours. My best four hours from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m so that I could have my mind fresh, but I was still home in time for nap time to have a break before I took over the kids for the rest of the day. So maybe your best hours are between 8 p.m. and midnight, or 1 p.m. and 5 p.m., or maybe you even split them up into two-hour chunks throughout your week. Hey, maybe you wanna work at nap time. So figure out when your best hours are. When do you feel refreshed and inspired? Start there. Then come up with a plan for how you will make that happen each week. So maybe you'll get a babysitter, but maybe that feels like too much. So you'll have your partner take the kids on Saturday morning and you can work. Maybe you work full time. So the best time is Sunday afternoon when you're nice and relaxed. Whatever time it is and whatever works for you, make it happen. Schedule it into your week every week. Talk to your partner so you're both on board with your plan.
0: So start with those four hours, the four most productive hours of your day or of your week, right? Find those best hours. If you don't know what they are, just think. Like think through your week, right? When do you feel the most inspired or the most productive? And is there a place that makes you feel inspired and productive? Just start there. You don't have to know what you're going to do with those hours yet, right? This is just kind of like a self-discovery phase. This is like taking a big deep breath, right? It's like for me, like after running so many miles, right? I'm just like, I'm stopped and I'm just like taking a deep breath again and just breathing in everything that just happened so I can move on to the next activity, right? So think about what you really like to do. You don't have to reinvent the wheel, or come up with a whole new business right away. Those things will come when you start to make the space for them to come.
1: When we first started using those first four hours, I would take a photography class. I started to research and flesh out my different ideas. I had the space to really explore what the possibilities could be. From there, I launched my photography business on just four hours a week. In four hours a week, I built my first website. In four hours a week, I took on my first clients. In four hours a week, I developed my business strategy. Four hours a week. That's really all it took to get me off the ground.
0: So we do this over and over and over again. Every time we start a new business or have a new idea that we want to explore right? I took four hours out of my quote-unquote money-making client work each week to dig into my idea for Ambitious Filmmaker, one of my other businesses that helps filmmakers grow a sustainable business. The goal is to make small changes that create a big impact. It might not seem like much right away, but those four hours start to snowball to create something bigger than you could have ever dreamed of. This is something so reachable that you can do today. Think about your week. Think about your best four hours. Talk to your partner. Communicate. Make a plan on how to make it a reality. You don't have to know what you're doing in those four hours. Just make them. Be present in them and take that time for yourself. Because as you get out there and do it, you'll rediscover your passions and truly start thriving. We believe in you. We know what's possible. We are on your team. Everyone has greater potential than they even know.
1: Fight against the, oh, that's for other people out there. That's for the successful people. That's not for me. Fight against that mindset.
0: It's so easy to get into a place where you stop dreaming, right? You have all of these responsibilities in life and you just feel like you're drowning and you're like, it's hard to dream. It's going to take work. I'm just not feeling it.
1: It's easy to get to this place where you've accomplished some of your biggest goals and you don't know what's next, so you just stall. I always knew I wanted to get married to a wonderful man. Check. Mark's great. Most of the time. I always knew I wanted (laughs) to have kids. Check. They're not always great, but they are cute. But I never thought about what would come next. Maybe you went to school and got the job you always wanted. Or maybe you bought the perfect house or maybe you started your own business, but you just don't know where to go next. You don't have to know, but you have to keep dreaming. Once you stop dreaming, you stop living. So you have to give yourself the time and space to dream again.
0: I remember like when we first were exploring this idea of just four hours, right? Because I think when I was in between trying to rebuild my business and my business that I was shutting down and just trying to reimagine, okay, how do I do this? How do I be a successful businessman and a successful family man, right? It was like, oh, well, let's chunk our time. Let's look at our calendars. Let's realize when are our, our best hours of the day. Because it's rare unless I'm on a shoot or unless I'm traveling that I really work a full day? Even if it's in the middle of my workday, is that something that I could rearrange? Or, you know, if you have a nine to five, let's look at the weekend. When are your best hours? So one thing that we put together to really help you go from surviving to thriving is our free strategy guide of the top three things that we use to create those systems and processes in our life. Go visit thepasternax.com forward slash thriving.